following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland, from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. Yes, sir, it's episode 335 here on this Sunday. It is the 12th day of July. It's the date of production. Hope it's going well for you and yours. And if you're uh, uh, hiding from the COVID, uh, please, uh, you know, keep your hands washed and strap a mask on if you're going to go out. That would be kind of cool. There's no politics here anymore. There's none of that. It's just, you know, we need to... um, need to watch ourselves you know what i'm saying uh yeah it's uh summertime here and it's hot <laughs> it's very very hot although i spend a lot of my time in the as a lot of a lot of folks do i'm not a big fan of winter and uh so when spring rolls around i get kind of excited about it because like oh yeah now it's now it's you know the weather's going to be fun and and i always psych myself up for the fact that it's going to be 3000 degrees outside and hell yeah <laughs> it is it's hot and we've had a little bit of rain but it's summertime here and uh, by God, I'm not going to let this uh, this uh, this stinking pandemic um, be a problem. I mean, it's there. I mean, you have to you have to uh, you have to know that it's there, and you have to be aware of it. As I mentioned, you know, you go out, you know, you strap your mask on, you know, you got to take your precautions, you got to you know keep your social distance, you know that that kind of stuff. It's not complicated. It really isn't. And and uh, I, I see with great amusement in the news, and I do spend a lot of time in the news. If those of you who listen to Radio Memphis in the morning. With Rick and LJ, uh, weekdays, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. <laughs> Better work the plug. Uh, you, you know, we talk about a lot of this stuff. And it's, you know, a lot of it is, you know, we spend so much time just going through story after story after story. And there's, there's uh, you know, you got your hard news and you got your silly shit that's out there, which we do a lot of. And then, you know, then you look at uh, the way people are reacting to certain things. And that's kind of where I like to see. I've been, In a way, I've become a bit of a an armchair uh, sociologist in a way, you know, I'm fascinating by fascinated by the way people uh, react to certain things. And, you know, you, you watch uh, conspiracy theories rise and fall throughout all of this. And it's, it's interesting. It's fascinating. Sometimes it's a bit scary. It's certainly a bit spooky at the very least. And, you know, there's so much misinformation out there and, and those of you who may disagree with my next statement, I, I mean, I get it, but, you know, we are right now in a position we are without leadership. And that has, you know, devolved into, you know, various individuals that, uh, that, that live amongst us that are the ones that we have to sort of trust, especially scientists. I, <laughs> I have a thing about that, man. I, you know, Scientists are, are they're, they're not, they're not, why would they lie? What benefit is it to them? And if you want to come at, at some uh, conspiracy theory about microchips and stupid shit like that, you've got, you're on, you're off, you're all on the wrong page for love of God. So yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting to see how it's kind of unfolded and how we're watching other people react. And that's, that's uh, uh, like I said, it's amusing and it's, uh, in its in its weird context, the way the way people try and wrap their heads around something that's going on in this world, yet they won't look at the basics, you know, the the simple ABC facts that exist out there, because they'll, they'll be the first to say, "Oh, it's not factual, bro. It's you know, it's it's wrong." Um. Okay. 
whatever, whatever the case is. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that because I, I don't really want it to evolve beyond, beyond that because, you know, stupidity is stupidity is stupidity, right? It, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things. It, stupid is as stupid does. The great Forrest Gump had it right. Or at least his writers did. Stupid is as stupid does. And he's so right about that. Huh? Uh, coming up uh, today here on uh, this episode of the old show, I want to take a look at uh, what's happening to Facebook. And uh, the reason why I want to mention this is that uh, there's a very interesting trend that is happening and it affects it affects everybody, but not on the levels that you think it would. It's not going to be like a night, night and day sort of thing. And for most people, it's going to be like, well, I, I this makes no sense. Why does this bother me? But we'll get into it here in just a moment. And uh, we'll uh, take a look at some other stuff coming coming up into the future. Got a, got a bunch of cool things. I'll give you an update from Drinking with Dead People. We have all of that happening and uh, more fun. So it's all coming up right after this very brief break. 30 seconds. Stick, Just stick with it, baby. It's maybe something that maybe be of benefit to you. And we'll be back with more right after this here from Radioland. The Broom Closet is your one-stop shop for all of your metaphysical supplies and gifts. We stock candles, herbs, gemstones, incense, salt lamps, and more. We also host monthly rituals and events for those looking to get together with like-minded people. And the Broom Closet is the only place you can get your cards read by me, Reverend Emily. I'm an ordained Wiccan minister and Reiki master. Book your next tarot reading and see what's in the cards for you. Discover conscious living and being connected to an awesome community. The Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop is located in downtown Memphis or visit our online store at thebroomcloetmemphis.com. The Broom Closet, where magic begins. Right, here we are. Okay, uh, we're, we're in the midst of uh, we're in the midst of a lot of things, obviously, and we're all trying to kind of hold it together. And one of the things that we have is the, avail- the ability, the availability, if you will, to stay in touch with our friends and family and things, and we use social media for this, for the most part, yeah. And we, we also find distractions for ourselves, don't we? Uh, there's a lot of silliness and and goofy shit that we get to post up on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that fun stuff. And just, just having a time. And, uh, it's, you know, it's silly for what it is. And I, I get it. There's, there's a lot of escapism that's going on and that's, um, that's kind of important too. I understand that now as a result of all of this, and you've got all of these people that have taken to the social media, which is this platform where everybody is going to just, you know, vent their spleen about one thing or another. A lot of fake news happens, as we've discussed before, right? Fake news, that's a thing. And, you know, uh, we've de- it's been determined that actually a good fair amount of it has come from the White House itself. And he's just over there going, he's pointing, look, it's fake news. And he's like, wow, he made it himself, he understands. It's like, was he, was, was he wearing a face mask uh Yesterday over at Walter Reed, Saturday, he was over at Walter Reed Hospital. He wore a face mask and he publicly stood in front of the media with it on and they took pictures of him and all this other stuff. And he was like, it was, it reminded me of like a, you know, like a little kid that came out of the bathroom and he's pulling his pants up going, I made a pee pee in the toilet all by myself. That's the kind of the vibe that I'm getting with him. I think a lot of people are doing that as well. He's still shitting his pants, but hey, you got to take this one step at a time. Perhaps someday he'll get to the point where he can handle that all, all on his own. Nevertheless, he's worn a face mask. He's capitulated to that, but he's also said for for uh, for a lot of reasons. Oh, you just got to learn to live with this damn virus instead of fighting it. Let's just live with it. And then there's all this stuff that keeps coming out, and he's stoking the fires. And people take to social media to bitch, whine, and moan about it. And they're sharing stories that are coming from rather dubious sources. YouTube is not an actual news source. I, I know. I know that's a hard one to wrap your head around, but it is not. 
perhaps a news source might use YouTube, but still quoting YouTube is not going to get you anywhere. Seriously, for those of us who who study such matters, YouTube is not a reliable source. If let's just say, for example, um, I don't know, pick one, uh, CBS. Let's say they did one. I know people go, oh, they're biased. Oh, they're all biased, bitch. So so CBS does a story about something, whether you agree with it or not, makes no no bearing on this. And then and to to help with the matters, they take in that video and they posted it to YouTube to try and gather more. Uh, gather more viewers. But at the same time, if I go to the, their website, the CBS website, and I find the story there, well, wouldn't that have a little bit more credibility to it because there's an actual author and there's a, there's a, there's a byline, there's all of that stuff? Isn't it, isn't it kind of critical as to how this would work? Instead of just posting some overdramatic, bullshit, uh, conspiracy theory-laden videos, well, this guy said it, so it must be true. Look, man, there's a bunch of people who still claim the earth is flat. <laughs> what was it somebody had said and it's stupid um how did i put it that the flat earthers were opposed to immigration because it might wind up where too many people are on one side of the planet or the other and it might tip over the flatter oh for the love of christ At any rate uh We've mentioned before about toxicity in social media, and that was that was primarily next door. Uh, that was that was my whole point of view on that. It's just next door just absolutely sucks out loud, and it's it's amusing. I keep it I keep it on my phone. I don't use it per se, but I do look at it. And the reason being is that it is, like I said, amusing. I laugh at these at these things that are going on there. Now, having said that. <laughs> There are those that have used Facebook and all of its toxic power to push on false narratives, fake news, right? Um, Trying to tell you how you should think. And they're trying to pass off bogus information as being the real deal. Well, we all know know the truth to a lot of that now, don't we? It's caused a problem for Facebook. And you might be thinking, you may not be hip to this, but it's caused a bit of a problem. And that problem is this. Advertisers, a lot of a lot of advertisers are going. Why aren't you doing what um, what Twitter is doing, for example, and labeling stuff as being potentially false or potentially misleading? Uh, you know that kind of thing. And when you have this conflict, right? You have you've you've created this weird sort of conflict between what's real and what's not. And Twitter does something like saying, hey, uh, let's just, you know, for the benefit of our people, the benefit of those who who have accounts, our account holders, right? We're going to make sure that we're doing at least something prudent. (laughs) Whatever that may mean, we're going to do something prudent. At least we're going to say, hey, look, this is not a verifiable fact. All right, so they do that. And uh, the people that put that tweet out, namely the president gets his, you know, panties in a twist and he's like, you know, y'all are trying to do blah, blah, blah. All right, so Facebook has not done this, although they said that they would. And as a result, a lot of their big budget advertisers, right? Because that's that's how Facebook makes their money. They make their money two ways. They sell advertisement on the platform because they know a lot of people are on it and it's targeted. And B, <laughs> Um, they sell you. You're the commodity. 
That's the way it works. If something is doesn't cost you anything and you're getting a benefit from it, you are the commodity. Okay, so they're taking your data and they're selling it. That's how they make their money. Well, there's a lot of uh, a lot of companies out there who have said, uh, you know, now I'm all right, I'm gonna stay over here. I'm not going to get involved. I'm going to pull my funding out from here because I don't want to get tied up in an organization or a company or a group of, of people who are sitting there uh, knowingly uh, spreading false information without a verifiable method on the holder of the platform. You see, that would be come down to a thing called responsibility. We, do, we deal with this over at Radio Memphis, for example. Radio Memphis, of course, is an internet broadcasting service, right? It's an internet radio station. It is not governed by the Federal Communications Commission. It doesn't have any oversight, right? I know it sounds like I'm about to lead up to a big bitch fest, but this is not the case. The idea here is that as the owner of the company, yours truly, I make sure that what we put out there is as verifiably awesome as possible it has to be i mean yeah we could sit out there and tell all sorts of falsehoods and lies and oh we could start up a a, a goddamn a, a political talk show of some sort and just be rampant and, and irresponsible and have, having people say horrific things won't do it and the reason being is that very thing don't want to be accused of spreading a lie in our nine years on the air we've never done that Sure, there have been times during the morning show or any other show that where some information may have slipped through that wasn't necessarily correct. But what happens? There's been an immediate correction. Hey, what we told you? Apparently false news. Learned a new thing every day. How about that? So we back up and we keep going. That's the responsible thing to do. Not that Radio Memphis is like your number one go-to source for any type of information or news. It, you know, it, If it is, you're getting part of the story. But, you know... It's just like anything else. Do your own research. We're there to provide entertainment primarily. Like this show. I'm not here sitting here doing the news, but I am telling you about what's going on inside of Facebook. Do I do I have like real inside information? No, I have no more than you do. But the idea here that you, but you can see what's happening. If you've got advertisers that are saying, you know, I think I'm going to kind of back off of what you guys are doing because you're not doing the prudent thing. And what, is it, what does that mean? What, what do these advertisers want Facebook to do? They want Facebook to label questionable posts. They have the algorithms to do it automatically. I'll tell you why. <laughs> As a sort of a silly post, I had a picture of Bane. You remember Bane from the Batman, the, 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 the Batman trilogy, right? That uh, What's-His-Nuts played uh, Batman. He had the mask on, right? You know, nobody knew who I was until I put on the mask. That guy. And I, I, uh, uh, I you know, he's wearing, he's wearing a mask. And, and, I, and I put it out there, just a picture. And then my, my, my caption, something to the effect of, be like, in this pandemic, be like Bane, uh, avoid COVID-19, wear a mask. That's all I wrote. And I posted it, and off it went, like like you do. And then I went back, and I was like, the post is not there. What the hell happened? So I thought, well, maybe I screwed up. I'm like everybody else. I figure, I figure that if something happened, it was probably my fault. I posted it a second time. What happened? It wasn't there. Well, in fact, it wasn't. It was my fault because I'd used trigger words that triggered the algorithms inside of Facebook to pull the post down, and that's pandemic and COVID thinking that I was, quote-unquote, spreading false information. Well, they couldn't get that right because I wasn't spreading false information. I was just saying, I was just using some sort of a comical vehicle, if you will, you know, kind of like a Ford Pinto, to get the message across that you should possibly be wearing a mask. Be like Bane. 
put on a mask. What harm is it going to do? You could be a superhero. You could have some fun with this whole thing. That was sort of the vibe I was going with. But no, the whole Facebook thing broke it. So it actually took down responsible-ish news. <laughs> Responsible-ish? Is that a word? It is now. <laughs> that's that's the that's the thing. So when people knowingly put out false information and it's disguised or dressed up as legitimate sort of news, and that gets out there, and the people are going, oh, that's bullshit. And then they go, hey, people keep reporting my post for it being false news. They used to, Facebook used to have a thing there where it would show the post and directly below it as sort of a response that was, this particular story has been proven to be false. And then it then it connects you to another source to prove that. You know. Because there's there's the thing. Now, <laughs> the next argument that's on that table that walks right in there hand in hand with what I just laid out to you is the First Amendment. And I love when this gets thrown out. But it's the First Amendment. I have a right to say these things. Yes, you do have a right to them. You absolutely do. You can be as big of a jackass as if you want to. You could lie your ass off. You can create false information. You can put it all out there all you want. Where the First Amendment comes in is when the government censors you. The government cannot censor you, okay? That's the First Amendment. Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, all these social media platforms, they all have, when you sign up for an account on these things, they all have something that you have to agree to, and that is a terms of service, right? It's a TOS. Click here if you agree with our terms of service. If you don't click that, then you can't get on the platform. They're privately run. If you don't like what is being said over there by everybody else, because everybody else gets to say some things, why can't I say some things, even though my things are they may spark hate and fear? Start your own. Sure, knock yourself out. Alex Jones did it. He has InfoWars. That's all he is, is a factory of dog shit. That's all he puts out there. He just cranks it out. He's like turning a crank. Just, just laying it out there. It got so bad with him. You know what happened? He got kicked off of every social media platform for, for doing that. They tried the First Amendment argument. It didn't work. YouTube kicked him off. That tells you something. So the whole argument was, well, well he can't get out. He can't, spread his, he can't spread his language. He can't do what he wants to do. He's being infringed upon. He feels put upon. You know, he has his website, and as long as his web service provider doesn't give a shit, then he can do whatever the hell he wants, right? Theoretically. I mean, come on. Web service providers are a thing, right? And if, you know, you have to abide by their terms of service as well. It's usually pretty, you know, pretty reasonable stuff. But to, you, you can't tell me that you couldn't find a web service provider out there that would give you the space and, and, the, and the real estate on a server somewhere to have your website filled with hate and violence and whatever else you want. Because there's sites out there. They're out there if you want to go find them. By God, you can go hunt them down. You can go to your heart's content and go live on all that stuff. And then, and then the argument is, well, you know, mainstream media won't give us any coverage now. Well, guess what? They won't because you're full of shit. But instead of mainstream media or even guys like me who are who like to shine the light on the stupid especially when it comes to social media how media in general television radio all of that stuff i like shining a light on this because people need to be aware of what it is that what 
important what this is like, how people are, are reacting to this kind of thing. And what is it that we've accomplished by that? Absolutely nothing. Nothing has gotten cleaned up. Nothing has been sorted out. It's still just as dirty and toxic as ever before. And there's still this, <coughs> this pardon, there's this whole thing about, look what's going on. So you know how it gets, you know how it gets refereed, if you will, you know how it gets judged by how many advertisers they keep running off. Because, you know, you got people like maybe like, I don't, I don't know, like Nike. They may look at it and go, I'm not getting associated with that. I don't want to be associated with this nonsense. Well, well, this is stupid. You know, Budweiser, same thing. I don't want to be associated with, with that. I don't want my advertising post on Facebook to either come before or after somebody else's dog shit deal about, you know, I don't know, some conspiracy theory about COVID being aligned with bad information such as it is. You know, Facebook is certainly so much different than what it was when it started out. I mean, I mean, come on, it was it was what a, it was a university thing for, you know, the pretty people to to have their profiles and whatnot up there. Now it's turned into, you know, hey, hey, look at this, look at that. And, you know, I got a cat meme and I've got this, that, or the other. Uh, here's a recipe of something I'll never make, but I'm putting it on my page so I can get some traction. You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, there's, there, there is that now it's just devolved into, you know, I'm cruising through it right now as I'm talking, um, quotes from the Bible. That's pretty solid. Some happy birthday wishes, uh, some music, people thinking they're discovering tunes, which is cool. Um, some vague booking going on there. Uh, the old meme in a world full of princesses dare to be Batman. Clever. Some more religious stuff. You know, it's just that, you know. And there's, yeah, if I dig deep enough, there's probably, some, there's, I'm sure there's a conspiracy theory or two laying out there because I, I've gotten to the point now where I've, I've taken on a bit of a, a bit of a policy on Facebook, a personal policy on it. First of all, I don't use it all the time. Second of all, um, I'm hardly ever really on it anymore, really, to be honest with you. But the idea here, too, is that... Um, Unless I find something silly. There's the Flavor Aid post I made the other day, which I thought was, it just struck me as sort of amusing, and I put that up there. But nevertheless, that's all, to me, that's what it's for. And promoting, you know, this dog and pony show and whatever else I'm working on. But but there, that's just it. There's these distinct worlds that exist out there aside from what we see every day. We turn on the television, we turn on the radio, we read a newspaper, we look at a magazine, or we peruse a news web, newspaper's website, Right. Or a news source, and we're reading all of this stuff, and, and we're going through our conglomerate sites and things, and we're learning about what's happening in the world and what the reaction in Washington is this, and what's happening in, in Arizona, what's happening in Florida, which, by the way, God, y'all people need to put on a mask and wash your goddamn hands. And, you know, the hell's happening here in, in Memphis. And we're flooded with this information. And then you get onto social media, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. I don't know how you could describe it. Uh, it's dystopian in a weird sort of way is as if none of this is really happening. Well, here's one, uh, the St. Louis couple, the, the ones that threatened the black lives matter protesters that, that came onto their allegedly came onto their property with guns and made children cry and blah, 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 blah. Um, the, the, the law enforcement people went over and they, they raided their place and took their goddamn guns. And now the, the only thing that came to mind was all oh, the government's coming to take your guns. 
quit aiming it at people and doing something stupid. There was a photograph that came out. They said, well, the, the woman was right to point a gun at some dude because he was aiming a rifle at her. No, dumbass. That was a microphone. The guy was a documentarian. You didn't see the camera. It had been cropped out of the photograph. But you saw clearly a shotgun mic. It's a, it's a thing. It's a shotgun mic. I use, I use it all the time. I use it on uh, drinking with dead people. It's handy because it eliminates all the side noise. And if you take the, the little windsock off of it, the, 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 we call it the, the condom, if you take that off of there, it does kind of like at a distance sort of look like a gun. I get you. But if you just pay attention for just two seconds, you realize that there was not a rifle being aimed at anybody. Aside from these two jackasses in St. Louis that were doing it, and the feds came in and took their guns. Well, guess what? Rightfully so. Gee, Rick, why do you hate America? I hate what America has become, and I hate what it's been marginalized to. And it's the absence of reason beyond beyond everything else. And I'd like to think, you know, I've mentioned it before, I'd like to think that there are people, people in general, I, you know, what, 80, 85% of people in general, I think, do they do good. They want to do good. They want to do the right thing. They lean more to doing the correct thing in this world. And they try and be reasonable. Social media just amplifies the other 15%. It's exactly what they do. It's not like, here's look here, here, let me show you my ass and show you how stupid I am. But I'm going to boost the post and I'm going to make sure it goes viral because now, you know, now everybody's freaked out because I'm worried about that guy. In fact, the matter is I'm out there within the public the same as you. I go to stores. I go to uh, places. I try not, I, I've limited a lot of that clearly because of the pandemic. But I, but I go out there and I see the public. I see what's going on. I don't have to read about it. I can see it. And it's astonishing to me that this 15% of people are really loud. <laughs> They're really loud because it's been, I don't know, it's like they've been given the green light to just be this ridiculousness. That's all well and good, I suppose. It's a free country. Sure, if you want to be an asshole, be an asshole. That's up to you. It goes back to that First Amendment thing. Sure, say whatever the hell you want to say. You want to be stupid? Be stupid. You know, that's up to you. You're just not free from the consequences of it. And someday, I don't know when, someday fairly soon, I'd like to think that, you know, the, the, the people around here, the other 85% that have been, been sort of tamped down by this will be able to say that, hey, we tried this experiment. It didn't work. Let's start being a little more reasonable about things. And maybe, just maybe, Guys like Mark Zuckerberg will start making money again because maybe he'll take a page out of the book and start labeling stuff as being false news or by even at the very least saying there's no verifiable evidence that this is even correct. I'm not asking that Facebook sit there and tell you what is right and what is wrong. That's not the, the least of it. But to pass it off as everything is correct all the time is certainly not the answer either. Don't you think? We don't need somebody to tell us what's right and wrong. We know what that is. But for the uninitiated, sometimes it might help if it was, you know, if it was okay. 
Wizards is corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. Must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. What the hell happened to Netflix? Uh, have you looked through it? I know it's not cranky and weird and old. I remember when my Netflix had like quality programming and now it just sucks. It kind of does. There's occasionally a pretty good show that might come up there in a decent series or something that's old and fun and, and kind of cool that you can revisit. Or they make their, their their own stuff, which some of it has been pretty good. Don't get me wrong. There. But by God, here of late, they're just like, they'll take anything. Man, I <laughs> it makes me want to sit down and put something really shitty together just so I can get it. Pre- I'll shoot it on my iPhone. And I'll put it out there, and it'll be fun. And it'll be weird. It'll be I don't know a reality show, maybe. I don't, you know, maybe some guy sitting around a graveyard telling stories about dead people. I don't know. Maybe. What the hell? It's it's the singularity, and it's come to pass. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com to download episodes to your mobile device. Search the show in iTunes, Player.fm, Stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or TuneIn. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Right, you heard what's coming up next time on the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, i got a couple of things that's also coming up here I want to I hit you to. Of course, uh, the uh, Drinking with Dead People show, the YouTube show that I'm involved with, uh, it's, it's a channel called Drinking with Dead People. You should, you should look at it. There's three episodes up. Is that right? Three? No, two. I don't know. The, the third one is on, the third one will be up tomorrow. I may have I may have already. I know I've uploaded it, but it's not scheduled to be released until like noon on Monday, Central Time. So yeah, it's 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 about yellow fever. It's uh it's it, it, it's it's interesting. It's we did it at a mass grave. So there's that. That's uh that's coming up, and uh, it's it's so far it's been a it's been an interesting experience to do that uh, traveling in the YouTube circles in a strange, bizarre sort of way. Uh, I urge you to subscribe to it and. Uh, Give it a like and uh, all that fun stuff. Um, they, I do that because they tell you to do that. Believe it or not, <laughs> they, they do. They do. It's like if you're going to do the YouTube channel, you got to do. You got to do some things. So at any rate, uh, so there's that is that is coming up. Also coming up uh, tonight at radio-memphis.com, the booze and blues. Uh, last week I was actually in studio with Natalie and uh, our producer Mark Caldwell. Uh, we just we spent some time just talking. You know. Uh, having some fun a little bit no live acts of course and then things started getting really weird after that and so yeah we won't be there tonight uh but there'll be music on on the on radio-memphis.com there'll be blues music of course because that's that's kind of what i like to do let's just load up some blues and just kick back and relax you know grab you a cold beverage and and enjoy it for what it is and uh you know we'll we'll just you know hope and pray for something soon to happen that will allow us to get back into the studio uh, Monday, uh, back in the saddle, LJ and I with Radio Memphis in the morning at 9 a.m. Central, going all the way till 2 o'clock or so. We tend to go a little bit late with that show, but we have a lot of fun, so it's kind of hard to drag us out of the studio. And then coming up also on that program, on Tuesday, not Monday, but on Tuesday, we have a very special guest that's going to join us. 
She is a, a longtime television favorite here in town. Uh, she's uh, I've known her for many, many years. Uh, she, I spoke with her over the weekend and, uh, she's got some, she ain't got much going on these days. And she's like, Oh, can I get out of the house? Can I come play with you guys? I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So, uh, the, the lovely Amy Sparopoulos will spend the day with us on Tuesday. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, well, we're going to talk bad about media. That's <laughs> just what we do. It's uh it's a bunch of showbiz folks hanging out, talking. That's what it's going to be, uh, Tuesday morning. Uh, and all the usual elements of the program as well. So we'll update you as, as more goes on. But be sure and tune into us at radio-memphis.com uh, for, uh, for for that show. So um, so there. There is there is that. Do I have anything else to add? I don't know. Uh, speaking of LJ, we are, we, we're in production of another show. Uh, it's a YouTube show, too. And it's going to be cute. It's silly. <laughs> it's a mess, but it'll be fun. So uh, you'll be listening listening for more on that uh, coming up soon. So yeah, with every listen, with everything going on in the world, and um, and we're just all flooded with stuff. We don't know where we're going. We don't know, you know, how how we got here. <laughs> Sounds like a Talking Heads tune. I know uh, the the notion that we're we're sort of in freakout mode is certainly heavy upon us all. And the fact that we don't really know what's, you know, what direction people are wanting to take. And there are people that are getting sick. I know of several people personally who have, who have, uh, who've gotten it. And uh, some people did really, really well with it. Some people not so much. Um, I, I can tell you, uh, you know, it's, it's a real thing. And I know we, we all tend to take those moments where we sit there and go, ah, it's happening around us. It's, it hasn't touched us. So therefore it's, it feels a little bit less real. I get that. I really do. But I, I'm here to tell you that it is, it is very, very much real and it's very scary. And the things that we're learning about what this, what this affliction can do to people is just downright terrifying. And, and there's people out there that sit there and they go, Oh, but the, but the rate of fatality is only like 2% or 4%, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's one thing. You may not die from it, but you know they're starting to learn now that there are like lifetime consequences of even having it. Like it just it just fucks with you for the rest of your life. And some people, we don't know those percentages yet. And there's everybody's being so cavalier. We'd be we'd 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 all be through all of this if we had just done the prudent thing back in April and shut everything down for thirty days. Everything. Let the government cut us a check if they wanted to. 30 days, everything, nothing happens. Shut it all down. Leave the hospitals open, of course. Have law enforcement making sure everything's cool. You know, nobody's doing anything dumb. And you have your grocery stores and liquor stores open. That's all you need. Just, that's it. Just boom, shut it the fuck down. No matter what your business was, shut it down. Work from home. We've learned that. We can. Had we done that, we'd be like, here we are. Mid July, man, we'd we'd be we'd be styling. We'd be going to the lake. Might even gone to the beach. There might have been a couple of things we could do, but no. Now we're going backwards. Just when we thought we had a grip on it, we're going backwards. So please, as I do, as I tell you each and every time at the end of this program, look out for yourselves. Take care of one another. 
And for God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? We'll see you next time. I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For bookings and other inquiries, you can write the show by sending an email to Radioland at PirateRadioStudios.com. For more, go to Radio-Memphis.com. <laughs>